Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast. Before we get going, we've got a mailbag for you. First up is a voicemail from our friend Chris Tull, and he's got a slightly different take on the token back to Brooklyn timeline. Hey, you Greg. It's Chris Tull calling. Uh, I wanted to talk about token back to Brooklyn. Uh, number one, the demo version or the uh, dialophone version. I had never heard that one before, I don't think. That's something else. I like that one even better than the official version. That's awesome. Um, the other thing is, I think I've got a timeline of events here for you in the song. So, you don't pay in New York City. You don't pay when you get off the subway. You pay when you get on. You go through the turnstile, and then when you get off, you just get off. You don't have to pay to go through that one. So, that means that the narrator really from Brooklyn to Manhattan while in Manhattan lost the one and only token he had to get back to Brooklyn, right, like the song says. And uh, so then he's stuck in Manhattan because he doesn't have $100 to get a new token back to Brooklyn. So I think that's that uh, solves the timeline issue there as spoken about in the episode. All right, keep up the good work. I will uh, continue listening and enjoying. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling in, Chris. Anyone can call in at 224-801-2930. We've got an email from Glory McElhenney about an old episode. Glory says, Hey Greg, I've finally gotten around to listening to the November episode with Jaya about House at the Top of the Tree. I have a lot to say if it's not too late. Quote, The mouse in the woods has a smell that's detected by the nose at the end of the snout of the dog. You wondered if the mouse was somehow using the dog's nose to smell, which honestly was more confusing to me than the actual lyrics, but here's what's happening. You have to kind of rework the subject-object order to understand it. The dog has a snout with a nose at the end of it. The nose detects the smell of the mouse in the woods. So the dog drives off in that direction to give the mouse the potato chips. Also, my own personal theory is that this song has the same subject character as Self-Called Nowhere, just from a different point of view. It's got a chair in a room at the top of the stairs. It winds and swirls in on itself. I could go on, but think about it. This also fits with what you said about the A chord giving it a creepy effect. Maybe one day someone will record a mashup. Hint, hint. And note, I hope J.L. listened to the recently published They Might Be Songs posting cover album of No and enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, thanks, Glory, for writing in. Yeah, everyone should go to uh, tmbs.bandcamp.com to check out the still fairly fresh No Tribute compilation. Uh, and with that, on to the episode. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time. They Might Be Giants. 
I am your host, Greg Simpson, and I'm here with returning guest, Joseph Devins, to talk about the song My Man off of Mink Car. Here we go. Tune. Joseph, it's oh. a good tune. The end. Let's score it. Hey, <laughs> uh, I give it. Yeah, let's just skip to the score. <laughs> <laughs> Tens all around, and we'll see you next yeah. week. That's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, this is my uh, second favorite. They might be giant song. Uh, um, I think I told you that. I think so. But what's it's the first? One. The first one? Oh, well, probably Birdhouse. I mean, it's it's just a basic. Good song. No, I mean. <laughs> Can't deny I'm not. Yeah, I can't. It can't. Uh, it can't get any better for me. I mean, I'm. I'd probably go with Doctor Worm, and that's just as basic of an answer. Oh, that's a. That's a great. That's a great answer. Sure, sure. But yeah, also pretty basic. Okay. But you know, yeah. some people be like, "Bread hair is my favorite," and be like, "You're, yeah. you're, just Mrs. You're, Train." You're Somebody with, you're joking with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could try and pull up the most obscure. Uh, but I'm not going to. It's Birdhouse. <laughs> It's Birdhouse. Uh, so you were on quite a while ago on yeah. the Austin, a.k.a. Stubbs. Yeah. Episode. Stubbs. <laughs> Stubbs. <Woo>. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Woo. When they couldn't decide, one would say yeah and one would say woo. That's right. They changed it. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's they what did happens not do a lot you... of rehearsing of that number, yeah. I don't think. They just sort of did it. <laughs> and that, that was episode 105. And oh, wow. this one's gonna be two 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 twelve. Two twelve. Oh yeah. Two twelve. So this was let's see. Austin was uh right, 19, uh, right around Halloween. Yeah. Of twenty 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 one? No, twenty twenty one, yeah. Oh, I have no idea. We recorded it in nineteen, I think, and it aired sometime later. Yeah. It wouldn't have aired ten months later. I mean, I know it was probably <laughs> I, a few months. I think I was I had a big stockpile. It was at the a time. few years ago, yeah. But uh, it was a few years ago. Yeah, it was. It was at least two years ago since it was over a hundred episodes ago. <clears throat> so I did review that episode, uh, parts of it, and I think I made a mistake. I made uh, a terrible oh, mistake last time. A terrible mistake. I, I think I said that Lady. We were talking about the Beatles, and I think I said that Lady Madonna was a B side, and that's incorrect. Lady Madonna was the A side. <laughs> the Inner Light was the B side. I got a lot of hate mail, but I shielded you from it. I'm yeah. I just was imagining all the phone calls you were getting. Like, who is this asshole? What does he know about the Beatles? Nothing. <laughs> who cares? It's all right. 
Oh, That's funny. I like that. I was listening to the show. I like Tim Choppa's episode recently. That was very entertaining. I, I didn't mm-hmm. know who the song was about. I'll admit, I had no idea what that song was about. Yeah. I had only the slightest knowledge of who it was. And yeah, I mean, Tim, he, he was on spreadsheet for about a year. And in that time, he read the book about. He read the whole, yeah, yeah the whole Margaret book and, about Princess Margaret. I thought it was about uh, the the WikiLinks guy, like everyone else, I guess. <laughs> right, especially since they misspelled it on the, uh, yeah, the book. Yeah, on the book. book. I was, yeah. yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I, uh-huh. I, I learned a lot on that episode as well. Very informative, yeah. Yeah. Educational and entertaining. That's that's what we go for on this show. Telling you all about uh, the lords and ladies. That's that's the important I love stuff. it myself. <laughs> it's a real labyrinth of titles and... Uh, uh, I don't. It gets mixed up in my head. All the dukes and earls and duchesses and all that sort of thing. And the duke of earl, duke, 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 duke of earl. Of earl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when uh, there was a, a mayonnaise commercial in the nineteen nineties? <laughs> uh, it was for Dijonese. Okay. Uh, and it and they go. Dij, 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 Dijonais, Hellman's, Dijonais, Hellman's, Dijonais, Hellman's, Dijonais. Oh, boy. So this was like a mustardy mayonnaise? It was like the Mr. Show mayo mustard mayonnaise, yes, with, with all the mustard and mayonnaise mixed up together. Yeah. Well. It was the Dijon, I don't remember, but um, it was a funny we, song. We used to call a cat uh, Pukeverl. Puke of Earl. Yeah. Oh, I bet she loved so it. So much puking. Yes. Or puke or Pukahontas. <laughs> Pukahontas. Oh, boy. That's clever. Well, that's stolen from The Simpsons. <laughs> Pu- pukey. Oh, Barney's I can't touching, believe I missed this. Yet unfortunately titled film, Pukahontas. <laughs> Don't like, cry for me. I'm already dead. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember now. <laughs> I remember now. <sighs> That's a good party. <laughs> so, so uh, two years ago, you told us your your Team BG fandom story. Now, is there anything to update here? I mean, there's like you know, kind of pandemic yeah. kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I heard. I have. Yeah, I, I haven't seen them. There was a virus, that. and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to go. Me and my friend were supposed to go to a show. Obviously, that goes. I think we're going next month. At this point, I just I have no idea. I'm waiting <laughs> until he calls me and says, "Let's go to the." They might be joining show. I'm picking you up in ten minutes. Yeah, I'll be ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. It'll be at the the ACL uh, theater. I think they're going to be doing a a taping in the the legendary uh, ACL theater in Austin. Mm. Perhaps that's Just a video don't I'm tear your sure. ACL. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> uh, for, <laughs> from running to see the show in excitement. What what does ACL stand for in this case? Oh boy, deoxyribonucleic acid. Oh, it's, it's Austin City Limits, of course. Oh yeah. Oh right. Yeah. There it is. Uh, yeah, Austin City Limits. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, <laughs> that it. That is a sweet venue. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's gonna be amazing. St. Vincent played there. Uh, I did not get to go to that show, unfortunately. Oh. I've never seen her. That's a shame. Me neither. I know it's a, it's a different show. It's a topic for a different show. <laughs> I bet there's some St. Vincent fans out there, though. I haven't been super into one of the albums for a while, but I'm sure it would definitely be an uh, entertaining yeah. show. She's, oh, yeah. Uh, she's very she's high energy and very creative. Yes, I like her. Yeah. 
So, any updates on uh, the Phantom Store? I guess since I talked to you last time, book dropped, right? I guess that would be the, oh, the boy, big yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at it right I got it right here. Uh, I was looking at it today in preparation for this just for fun. It's a real beauty of a special edition thing. I just love what they did. The pictures are great. And, and there's a sequence to the pictures, like... At, uh, there's a there's an order. This is, I mean, they put some thought into this. Yeah, I love like it says die. There's a there's a building that says die, and then everything after that is like looks like blood and skulls and mm-hmm. debris debris of some kind of explosion. Probably one of their shows. I mean. Yeah, we went over it pretty in depth on a Patreon episode uh, just a few months. I need to catch up on those. Out. Yeah, with some photographers. Um. And poets and such. Um, I I think I think they missed an opportunity to make it like a hollowed out book with like a gun paraphernalia, (laughs) like (laughs) like you know like a flask and some condoms and you know just stuff inside of it and then the CD (laughs) and each one is different. (laughs) I am I am kind of bummed that the 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 cover of mine is yours doing this. The cover is kind of like bending. Yeah, it kind of bends a little. And there, and the, there was a sticker. There was a sticker on the back of mine that left some residue. Hmm. They put a sticker on here. And I had to take it off and uh, kind of. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah, it warps a little bit. I don't know. It's a big book. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, I've got it kind of sitting out with like my box sets and stuff like that. I'm. I'd imagine if you wedged it in with like your records and stuff, maybe that would have held the cover. Yeah. Uh, kept it from bending so much, but yeah, it's yeah. just kind of curling outwards probably in shipping it was i can't imagine like how many they these they shipped over here yeah yeah but no i have not uh, i have not seen the johns at a coffee shop since we last spoke and i have not uh, seen a show since we last spoke um that's about it i did send uh i did send a uh a get well card to Flansburg when he mm-hmm. was in the accident, but uh, that's about it. Yeah, and you get a uh, you get a uh, thank you note back. Oh, uh, no, I didn't. I I think mine was too late, or he mm-hmm. I don't know. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. Maybe he didn't like it. Maybe he made him feel worse. <laughs> Maybe he did the opposite of what. <laughs> Maybe I just, I'm feeling better. I think now that I'm just going to stay here in the hospital. <laughs> I was really, feeling really, great till I read this card. This guy's really bringing me down. It's just a bummer card. Why would he write such a bad card? It's injured my soul. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't have a problem with just like diving right into this thing, right? It's your second favorite song. Should we get going on oh, yeah. My Man? Yeah. yeah. This is such a good song. Yeah. I wrote down some, I was listening to it. I wrote down some things. Uh, yeah, what, let's see. What did I write down? I, let's talk about how much John Flansburg is in love with bongo drums. I oh, know it was him totally who, who put it in, in this. It was his idea for them to be in this song. I feel like that that's a given. Should we listen to the demo first, though? That was a cool demo. I yeah. uh, I never heard that. Uh, yeah, yeah it's actually the... Um, the so it was found on the, the leaked studio tape from 99. Um, and it... Apparently it was leaked in 99, but it didn't make its way into widely circulated in the fandom uh, until about a year ago, November of 2021. Oh, wow. And they just found it? Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm not sure who's got it that you can download it from. I don't know if it was Peter Gritch or who, but it's it's yeah. around there. And I did 
grab it. And I don't know if I just didn't. I, my hard drive is just so full of They Might Be Giants content, <laughs> live recordings, yes. demos, covers, just every, just so much stuff. And my man isn't until track 21 on this leaked cassette. And I was like, wait, it was on there? I don't think I'd heard it until we were getting ready for this episode. Yeah, I had never heard of it. E- I, never, I hadn't heard of it either, but yeah. I really liked it. So I'll uh, let me let me drop it in here first. Once we get to the lyrical discussion, we can talk about lyrical differences. But what, what do you think about oh, yeah. um, uh, sonic differences on uh, this, was this a, demo uh, here? The he pr- clearly had the sequence written on the synthesizer. I mean, that, that stayed in the song, which was cool. So he must have mm-hmm. made that and liked it and stuck with it. And I think the bass notes sound pretty much the same, too. But yeah. I feel like maybe one of, them, one of them said, this could be a good song if we restructured it. And they were right. Uh, once they cut it up and put it into the, the way it is now it's 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 a perfect structure really they, to take it from that and make it into what they did was a good decision i thought yeah the um the bridge is a lot longer on this one yeah and if and it's at the end of the song instead of uh in the middle and they're together weren't they yeah um i think it does kick into one final chorus oh okay um yeah. but yeah the saxophone on it is way that, yeah. crazier and atonal and goes on yeah. it goes on way longer
I love the just it sounds as if he was just hitting notes. Yeah. Don't just do notes that don't belong. That sounded really jazzy and cool. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the um the percussion's a lot more minimal. I mean it's all yeah. drum like programmed, you know, kick drum hits and stuff. It doesn't really break into a full beat. Flansburg says we gotta get some bongos drums in here, guys. We gotta we gotta get some bongos. Yes, John. We know we need some about the bongos. bongos. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was the elegant two that 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 demanded the bongos. I don't know. Was the, were they in the were they involved? In, I thought it was was it Clive Langer that produced that? Yeah. The um. Yeah, Clive Langer produced it, but Chris Maxwell and Phil Hernandez, the elegant two. Um, oh, they were on there too. That's cool. On the track and just listed on the wiki as programming. So I'm assuming that's like, you know, the verse beats. That sounds like them. And then, like, when you get to the big, uh, like, the turnarounds and stuff, you get uh, Dan Hickey coming in on real drums. And I do I do like that effect when, uh, when the Johns mix up the old school drum yeah, machine stuff with the real drums which that's uh, always very successful yeah uh, that that that's a great decision to do that because it gets it gives it some really neat texture and it may, it gives it uh some colors to it yeah i like it i'm a big fan of that too um especially and they've been doing that a lot like they were a pretty straight rock and roll band for a while and now they're back to doing you know goofy noises and drum machines and stuff it, it, it mixed in with the real stuff which is I think they've been doing a really great job lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Book definitely has a, a lot of weirdness coming back that uh, we hadn't heard. I love the noises. I like it when I can't identify what I'm hearing. That's oh, the yeah. Best. Yeah. Like, what no, what is making this sound? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> the mystery. The mystery. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that on, uh, um, well, that, that slower Flansburg number towards the middle of the album. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, oh, if, I, if only if I. Day? If only I had a copy of that. If day for Winnipeg, <laughs> or uh, no, not if day. It's uh, uh, I can't remember. Which is my favorite Flans song on the album. That's a real kooky one. I like that one too. Not just for Winnipeg. <laughs> I have not done an awful lot of research. I think I sat down and tried to read about if day on Wikipedia once, and I got distracted, and I did not finish doing that oh, so just listen to the episode that's what i need to do that's what you need to do and back to my man i do like yeah the bongos are even mentioned in the um tmbg re- <laughs> unlimited release of oh, yeah. this song which um they released it in june for the their like monthly thing they were doing uh and then it came out properly i mean current september so uh Quote, this song is the story of someone having a chat with his own body after he's become paralyzed. It's not meant to be sick or anything. Oh, (laughs) check out the triangle and bongos. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I read that. That was funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I feel like in Minkar they were... Check out those bongos. Check out those bongos, man. (laughs) I feel like in the Minkar era they were really doing a lot of layering uh mm-hmm. of stuff like we mentioned the the program drums and real drums as well as there's i feel like there's a lot more auxiliary percussion on minkar than some of the other definitely pieces. on uh there's a whole lot of stuff happening on mr excitement in the in the world of percussion that is sounds like yeah insects or some uh, some kind of a animal dancing around and the elegant two are on know. that one as well yeah 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 
they, and they did uh they did uh upside down frown too didn't they that's coming to mind um no that was the dust or was that dust the dust brothers Bro- that was the dust yeah the dust brothers okay okay yeah yes. yeah and i know the, the elegant two or at least the one dude have done stuff with monopuff but not sure when the last time was that they uh collaborated because i think it's been a minute yeah 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 i mean this really was the the main era of them doing stuff together um which is interesting like to bring in someone for programming when you've got these guys these two johns that have been programming stuff for like 20 years already right. at that point yeah um, yeah it shows uh it shows that they're not afraid to uh you know get help when they are feeling lazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah or, or just like you know someone coming from a different different angle yeah different get a uh, different flavor uh, get, get some different uh, flavors happening flavors um and yeah like you mentioned the uh a lot of the synth stuff carries over from the demo or at least the patches he was using um i mean i, I, I think I it, was, it was definitely re-recorded um and it's yeah. slightly faster than the demo did they change the the bpm i did not know i didn't notice that but yeah yeah now that you mentioned it uh but yeah, the synth the, tones uh, are great and little boop 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 boop. The boop, first boop, time boop, I heard the song when I got the album, and I heard this song and it was, and I was like, wow, okay, how are they making that? I didn't really know a lot about instruments and synthesizers when I heard this song. I just thought, like, what is? How is the sound being made? I don't know, but it's great. Which which the, one of the, them in particular? The the, 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 se- the sequence the yeah. the synthesizer sequence with the, just all the chaos happening. The beep boop beep boops. That yeah. sort of thing. And, and I like the little really... the little blips of it. Almost sounds like something like you're sending in SOS from a ship or some, something. Yeah, some which, kind of code or something. You know, and then we this get is, to the is, uh, ocean type metaphors. Uh, or, oh or yeah. In in the lyrics, so it, it kind of I don't know if that was intentional, but it seems like it could there, be. Yeah. A nautical, uh, yeah, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And um, what was I going to say? My nautical dreams. <laughs> <laughs> nautical themes and nautical dreams. Nautical themes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What was I? I had something cool this, I was going to mention. Now I forgot. Oh, well. Oh, well. What did I? Oh, we were talking about. Uh, I want. I, I would like to hear you talk about this from a music theory uh, standpoint. As far as now, I love. I love music theory because this seems like a puzzle to me, where anything can happen. You just. You just. Uh, it's like alchemy. Music theory is it's because mm-hmm. I'm an outsider, and it seems like magic. But I love reading about it mm-hmm. because it's fast. It's infinitely fascinating. And so I discovered that this song was. This is what they call. Uh, the fifties chord progression, right? Because it's like, mm. uh, um, what's that song? Heart and Soul. It's uh, it's it's Heart and Soul. So this is a this is one of those songs where sometimes Linnell does will will borrow a a standard chord progression, not oh, one that yeah. is not one that's on the very top that everybody's grabbing for, but he'll reach down into the bucket and pull out a tried and true chord progression and throw it in another, uh, the best example of that, that I can think of is uh, a metal detector. I love this chord progression. Mm -hmm. It's the, it's the, she drives me crazy. She drives me crazy. Yeah. (laughs) It's the same, uh, 
It's the same chord progression. This is a, you know, this is not a chord progression that he made up, but at the same time, it's not a very often used chord progression. So it's still, and he puts his stamp on it with his signature sound. And mm-hmm. I just love that he, when he does that. Yeah. So it, here you're talking about the, it's the, the one, four, two, two five. Yeah, one four minor two five progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the uh, minor two, I do like the feel of the minor two. T- typically, a lot of rock and pop songs, if they're going to go to a minor chord, it's going to be the six. So going to the two, I think, gives it a cool uh, flavor and kind of the 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 back and forth, like the up down up down of the yeah. When uh, he when it goes up like three spaces mm-hmm. to the next key, yeah, yeah. That's down. that's the thing. It sounds like like there's this cool effect that happens a bunch of times in the song, where it sounds like the whole song is kicking up a notch, and then he, he right. brings it back down like immediately because right, right. he kept... it's the same. <laughs> it's the same progression. It's just up, up three steps in a different key, and then he does it a lot at the end where he actually does change keys and. And it's all over the place at the end of the song. Yeah, he I, it, keeps. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he keeps teasing it. Yeah, yeah, so he goes up to E flat, which is an interesting change. Like it's a during the minor third up E flat, A flat, F yeah. minor, B flat. So yeah, like you said, same progression one four minor two five, and then he comes back down three to the where he started. Right back down, <laughs> right back yeah. down, and and yeah, coming off of the B flat back down to the C it's like a big jump down but for some reason it doesn't feel I mean it feels it like, sounds like something has been accomplished yeah. right and he's now he's back home and he's he's look what I did but it's the craziest thing just like one line the yeah leg to follow orders coming down from headquarters yeah it breathes and then it just it, bumps it, up yeah <laughs> it, the, every every so often in the song is just well, new life gets breathed into it and it starts over again um uh, it's a it's a real beauty, and it's got that perfect, you know, bittersweet Linnell quality that, that his best songs have. I think, yeah. And that, of course, I, I think that has to do with what he's doing with the chords too. It's a it's, it's a very sweet chord progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you get to like what the, is, um, may I direct your attention to the following simile? He he just kind of flips bridges, around. Yeah. He's using the same four chords, just he kind of flips the order. A little bit, like he goes C, G, D minor, F, so he's going uh, 1, 5, 2, 4. So switching the order of the the 4 and the okay. 5 where they're at. Actually, it's really just like one long progression. 1, yeah. 1, 5, 2, 4, 5, 2, 4, 5. <laughs> it sounds like he's descending and then he gears up again and then he goes back down and he gears up even like two steps forward, one step back kind of a chord progression for the the bridges yeah mm-hmm. it's this it, it makes it feel like some you know he's telling this this really elaborate simile and the music is uh is is carrying the simile in a way that it doesn't get boring it's really a pretty song i just love it yeah it's really a genius chord progression because it's not really working too hard it's not flexing too hard until it just like I'm, and and even when it shifts up out of key for one line and then back down, it still doesn't feel like doesn't feel complicated. Like you said, right. it feels like it achieved something, but it doesn't feel like like oh man, what were they doing there? That was right. weird. You've got this wonderful uh, nostalgic kind of chord progression, this fifties uh, chord progression, and this wonderful. Let's talk about that synthesizer. I imagine now I. 
I imagine this is just like a 16 note sequence that possibly some of it was random. Maybe some he, he programmed it. Some, of, but I keep thinking about uh, uh, temporary secretary, the Paul McCartney song you've heard. Mm, Paul mm-hmm. McCartney's uh, mm-hmm. temporary secretary. It's got a similar. It starts. It's built around the 16 uh, note sa- uh, se- uh, sampler, and I, I I wonder if. They programmed this this sort of the same way, just sort of picked a sequence and wrote something on top of it. Yeah, was that was that the song he wrote when he got his hands on a, a Fairlight? Uh, uh, he had synthesizer some. He got a new. Something? Yeah, he got a big new synthesizer, a big new sequence, sir, and a synthesizer, and he, he. That's what he came up with was temporary secretary. My, I think it's a really good song. I just love it. Yeah, it's definitely more atonal though. I just yeah. got it in my ear right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's goofy. Got more of a sinister feel. It does, but he manages to turn it into something cool. I just wonder if Linnell like had any. Was he listening to that, or because it's pretty, hmm. um, you know, it's a similar build for a song. I mean, built on that sequence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also you. Could, I mean, you could take it back to like, uh, you know, the Who, Bob O'Reilly, and stuff like that. Where uh, oh yeah, Pete real Townsend was Pete Townsend was really messing around with the. Yeah, sequencing uh, synthesizers and stuff like that, which I am a huge fan of The Who and uh, Who's Next. Oh, yeah. Uh, in particular, it was a very cool project. It was, I mean, that was a much bigger uh, project that ended up getting whittled down to one album, which is probably for the best. P-Tons oh, really? Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was supposed to be... The... Oh, man, I'm forgetting the details of it. Something where like there was almost like audience Feedback would play a part into, God, what was it? They were going to take, like, something from, like, data in the audience, like, oh, like I don't know if they were going to write something change, or something, but you change the, data, the song based. Yeah, the feed, like, data into the, the synthesizers based on audience reaction or participation it's like i'm i'm to, yeah i'm totally uh wow blanking that on the sounds details. dangerous but yeah that yeah sounds, <laughs> that boy that sounds like a real bad idea <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah well there's a there's a reason that he uh decided uh, right jumped ship on that i one. think some i think some people died during that experiment <laughs> he had to clean it up pretty quick yeah and <laughs> <laughs> to erase everybody's minds afterward <laughs> yep. Get out the men in black uh, thing. This is, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah, the sequencers are great. You mentioned that bass, uh, the bass tone is ready uh, already, too. But that That's just like squelching. Mm. Oh, yeah. That brow, this is a, brow, this brow. is a big, a big fat cat making a noise, uh, <laughs> a, a deep noise <laughs> from a big old. Yeah, yeah, a big old fat cat. This is what I imagine Flansburg brought into the studio. He likes cats. That yeah, it's not actually a synthesizer. It's a, a cat being <laughs> squeezed around the belly, being squeezed, <laughs> poked in the belly, teased with with food. Oh, that's a nice story. I'm glad it's true. <laughs> yeah, how has there not been some cat? 
How's there not been more cat content in Team VG? Really? Yeah. You would think that he would record a cat walking across the piano and turn it into a song. That would be cool. Or even like, I mean, do they have any songs that even mention a cat? Cat Bug, I think, is the closest. <laughs> There's yeah, a cat seems... bug in one of them. Yeah. Hmm. I don't, no, they have not. No, they don't. Uh, Mention cats an awful lot. Flansburg seems like he loves cats, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it seems... Well, there's Walking My Cat Named Dog, but isn't that a cover? That's a cover, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, that's a cover. So I don't know if we can give him that one. I just I just searched cat on the wiki. And that's uh, <laughs> really all... That's, uh, a, that's it, huh? Wow. Well, there... <laughs> On Team G versus McSweeney's, there's a song called Be Patient that mentions a cat. Uh, but, uh, oh, well, there's, well, I guess way back in the day, there was, uh, it's your kind of kitten. Oh, that's right. There was fur, a whole essay with, uh, on, fur, on a cat. Unique smell. With a unique smell. This is your <laughs> kind of kitten. Yeah. <laughs> How could I forget? We were talking about Gerwin Kramer uh, before... And uh, the thing, uh, the one song that we collaborated on with a couple other people, we called the band Your Kind of Kitten. That's right. That's right. How could I forget? With a unique smell. (laughs) Yes. Orson Bean, Aquarium, (laughs) Sky, and Telescope. What is it? Orson Bean was a real person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It left my teeth chattering for more. (laughs) Oh boy! Yeah, those introduction things that they would play in those early shows. I, mean, I would kill. <laughs> they the might be giants or not Satanists. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that he pointed that out right at the beginning. Not some easy listening <laughs> Nazi rock band. <laughs> uh, okay, let me get off of this "be patient" page. I don't need to be looking at that right now. Well, let's talk about the lyrics, and uh, and yeah. and we can kind of compare them to the demo as well. Yeah, the the one big change on the demo, or the, the the biggest one that I noticed that I'm glad that he fixed, uh, on the demo he says, uh, "My man signals command the leg to be subordinate to orders from the brain." So yeah, the leg to be subordinate to orders from the brain. It's it's an interesting way to say it, but I think the leg to follow orders coming down from headquarters. Coming down, a lot yeah, more. It's a it's a sweeter way to put it. It's yeah, a, they're friends. I feel like they get along instead of they don't like each other. The brain and the even though he's keeping him from not you know moving his legs. Right. I mean, it's it still, also just nice... rolls off the tongue as well. Orders coming down from headquarters. So, yeah, Very good. Uh, as we alluded to in the Team G Unlimited quote, this is about a person being paralyzed, but it's not sick or anything, they claim. Right. So I, <laughs> I, I wonder if this was, because uh, now we know it was written before 99, and it yeah. goes, I mean, it's right in that sweet spot. Like, state songs came out. We got, you know, the bicycle wreck. Well, I'm just saying mm-hmm. a very... Uh, uh, injury-filled lyrics from uh, <laughs> right, right. Learned, he was thinking, uh, yeah. Uh, he, he was he was having body horror uh, daydreams. I think <laughs> yeah. this is uh, <laughs> so. The lyrics are pretty much similar. Uh, you're an undersea uh, continent buried beneath is a submarine cable connection. Yeah, just uh, minor changes here and there. It looks like. Mm-hmm. 
I do like, yeah, I like the newer. I like the, the yeah, like you say, the new, the way he changed it to is better. That's so strange. Signals command the leg to be subordinate to orders from the brain. That's yeah, all right. it's more clunky. I like I like the way yeah. you fix it. Yeah, subordinate leaves me feeling unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some reason I don't know. This is nicer. <laughs> headquarters. Yeah, headquarters is a much cooler word than subordinate. Headquarters. Um, yeah, it's just. I mean, it just fits perfectly with the melody. Um, and this is and this is probably the most straightforward. This is there's no fooling around or you know what is this song about? I mean they've said and it's obviously about an, a, a paralyzed person, an injury. So that's interesting. I think that there's not really a lot of room for interpretation on this song, which is rare. <laughs> yeah, they might be giants. I mean it. Yeah, I mean it doesn't outright say the word paralyzed or. Doesn't mention it's pretty, yeah. like a wheelchair or anything. It's it you know it gives me the feel of that. Um, <laughs> it always made me kind of feel like um, okay in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, who was the bad guy where the brain was like sitting in like the torso of that huge guy? Oh, yes, who was I don't that? Know. What, what what was I, that guy's name? <laughs> I don't remember his name. Oh, look man. at you, you can look it uh, up. Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> brain. I don't know. Uh, Brainiac? Is that right? Brainiac. Could be. Was yeah. it Brainiac? Yeah. Though I mean that's <laughs> definitely not the only thing. It also I don't know if you've if you've watched Severance on uh Apple TV. But there's a, No, I don't I don't watch an awful lot yeah. of TV. There's some imagery in the uh in the intro. It's not really in the show, but of uh Adam Scott who plays the main character there's like he's a funny. little one of him like sitting in the top of his <laughs> head like his <laughs> he's got, half of his head is off and the little uh-huh. one of him is sitting in the in the head in the uh, bigger head the russian doll adam scott yeah that's yeah. funny yeah <laughs> it's, it's just just like linnell you know uh, you know talking about injuries and bike wrecks and all this kind of stuff and here he doesn't explain what happened we don't get the instance of yeah yeah, the, the we don't get what happened. Happening? We just get the uh, we just get him sort of thinking about well, it, and it's very contemplative. He's, he doesn't seem upset, you know. He's not yeah. angry. He's not sad. Really, it's just like oh, I can't move now. <laughs> yeah, just, but it's kind of like he, he yeah he's separating himself. Is so. I mean, I guess clinical. this is sung from the, the narrator is the the brain of the person because <laughs> he's referring thought, to his body uh, as my man. Right? And, that, and that that's hilarious because of the what is it a Barbara Streisand song that's so famous called My Man, <laughs> and then and you get this one and, and that one's like a total romance song, isn't it? And this one's about a <laughs> a guy that can't move. So yeah, it's just an interesting thing. I mean, do you think the song sung from the point of the of the the brain? I've thought about this, and I I is it my I think there's three people here. The guy. His his identity, who is observing his own paralysis, and then the leg, and then the brain. The brain and the leg don't talk anymore, and the guy is just kind of observing it. I don't know. It could be the brain talking. Uh, let me. Uh, I think though, it's the for me. It feels like the guy is is working out some problem between he and and the brain and the leg. So it's a weird sort of way to refer to your own body as your man. And tr- traditionally, that's like a a term of endearment. My man, 
that 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 makes this that gives it kind of a weird <laughs> like he's so detached from his own body he refers it to refers to it as my man instead of that's like, why i'm picturing a little person controlling it from in the brain yeah maybe you're right <laughs> right because it calls it headquarters right yeah like, this is yeah. my headquarters uh-huh yeah. uh the brain is the headquarters um, yeah you're right it is the brain talking <laughs> he doesn't actually he never refers to himself in the in a weird way no he doesn't yeah it's the brain talking good job yeah. <laughs> and then lines like I guess my man's fallen out with my head, just like See, they're just like they're not friends anymore. Yeah, or something, that, that's right? the line that I was searching for. Some uh, may, maybe if it fell out of my with my head. See, there it seems like the brain is referring to himself, like the, to mm-hmm. itself. Uh-huh. Where it could be uh, the guy thinking of you know the guy's identity, thinking of his brain as a separate. But it could also be the brain just referring to itself. Yeah. <laughs> so there's more to chop up in here than little, i thought a little confusing there yeah yeah the way it refers to each of the parts like it's some like it's some sort of outside figure some viewing it foreign body yeah yeah how can he stand like an out-of-body kind of experience maybe your fingers can encircle clear around the end. yeah like he I, when i hear the sign i imagine somebody in a bed and like they're mm-hmm. they're just they might be in a hospital this might have just happened but this is a very clinical account of something that should have, I feel, a lot more emotion in it, which is very interesting. It gives mm-hmm. the song, like, I mean, this guy could be very upset, but he's. this is just like a very cold observation of what's happening, which is a really, str- when I think about it, it's a really strange way to present this song. I don't know why he does it <laughs> yeah. that way, but it, it it works real good. It makes it compelling. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a Linnell approach to it. Uh, yeah, kind of like these questions, like, "Why am I in bed? Yeah, my, I'm. Uh, why can't? Uh, or how can he stand the mess? Uh, why can't the message be sent? Oh, I guess my man's falling out with me. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess they're in a fight. I guess yeah. <laughs> they'll work it out. Those two. I uh, also, I always found it hilarious how. Rather than just going into the the simile, he says, "May I direct your attention yeah. to the yeah. following simile?" Giants. Which is hilarious because just they might giants songs are just full of different imagery and metaphors and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And here he's just like, "Here, I'm about to about to drop one on you, <laughs> right here. Here comes, here boom. comes, here comes." Right. Simile. And that that again is a very cold clinical way of presenting. Like, and now if uh, you will allow it, Your Honor, I would like to <laughs> present this as a simile. Uh, <laughs> I'll allow it, Counselor. <laughs> yeah. This is a very uh, cold way of of saying all of this, and I wonder if it, if there, if it was a, a, like would I like the song as much if it was really sad? If the guy was like, "Oh, I'm never gonna walk," <laughs> I don't think I would. So that was a good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, and like you pointed out in the the demo, um, the bridge is it's one long bridge. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm seeing what you were talking about here, where. Uh, here it's split up into two smaller bridges. So the, yeah, yeah. the first bit is that kind of explaining, you know, you're you're like the coast of an ocean, and buried beneath is a submarine cable connecting the opposite shores that surround it. So then in the second bridge, then he describes the uh, the the simile referring to the 
per, the the instance of paralysis doesn't tell you what really happens, but it's like when something drags on the floor of the ocean, like an anchor mooring, mm. the cable can be disrupted. This is like a, the transmission across it. Yeah, this is almost like what a doctor would say to him to explain what had happened, the the accident. Like, well, you know, sometimes if there's a you know a cable on the ocean floor, something's going to drag across it. That's what happened to you. You you were the cable, and that's that. Yeah, you, you know, your spine. <laughs> that's the your cable. spine is the cable in this. <laughs> For how much they like mentioning spines, he goes way out of his way to 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 not mention a spine. The spine, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just noticed there's there's one additional lyric that was uh, removed from the demo. The uh, there's no way to repair the break. Oh yeah, yeah. There was an extra line. It's a practical impossibility. It's a practical impossibility that stood out. I remember when hearing that. Yeah, it's yeah. a practical impossibility. I'm glad uh, there's no way to re- repair the break. I'm glad he took it out. Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe it's just kind of, I'm used to the song, but yeah, it seems like a good cut on his part. Yeah. Although it is a pretty cool line. It's a practical, it's a practical impossibility. impossibility. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a little too cold and too maybe a little too clinical to keep in the song. Mm. For, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sorry, buddy. You, uh, there's no way out of this. This is permanent. Is sugar? There is a touch of sugar coating on this. Uh, with the simile talk, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's it's, it doesn't ever get a you know gory or <laughs> no. Though I do think it's kind of a funny phrase the the completely coated in uninterrupted skin. Now that really, yeah, <laughs> really makes a, it sound like a, a a thing rather than a person. Yeah, like I, maybe he was trying to detach the humanity of his you know take away the humanity of his body because he felt like something different or. I don't know. It reminds mm-hmm. me of that. Uh, I think uh, uh, David Byrne had an album called Look Into the Eyeball. And uh, he was talking in an interview and he says, I named it Look Into the Eyeball because I wanted it to sound like a clinical way that somebody, you know, two lovers would say, look into my eyes, you know. But he, he wanted it to sound <laughs> cold and clinical. So he says, look into the eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> look into the eyeball. I'm not familiar with that. Um... It's good. <laughs> but yeah, it seems like that a little bit of that is happening here. There's a it's an alien uh presence in the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah. Trying to explain just, it to Yeah, you know. and just kind of the confusion there like my man, he's got muscles from hand to foot. He's got the the skin is un- yeah. interrupted. Yeah. Well, it's this internal thing and it it's what uh, sends the signals to the muscles. Like the muscles may still be there, and this the skin is may still end. be there. But yeah, it's the, like a it's like what a, 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 a an alien being or a child would describe the human body in such a way. I think yeah, it gives it, gives it a an charm. Alien child, an alien baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that gives it a real a sweetness. I think like. The way they uh, refer to, it, to to itself, yeah, very yeah. Just, I don't know. It's just one of these instances of like, how do you come up with this stuff? I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what the inspiration for that was. Yeah, I'd love to know. I love the story with where Tim was talking about seeing Linnell at the hotel at the breakfast <laughs> bar. That was funny. <laughs> you know, it, it seems like I don't. I've never. 
I've never had the opportunity to uh, talk to Linnell because he kind of disappears after the show. Right. <laughs> but it, it was just funny hearing him describe it like encountering a wild, like encountering a deer in the wild is what it was like. Like I, <laughs> I looked it in the eye. I approached it slowly. I held out my hands to him and let it know I did not have anything to hurt it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Linnell for you. I, I feel like if there was some sort of like a person he knew that was tragically, you know, paralyzed in some sort of accident, I feel like he, he wouldn't have been would, able to right. write a song he like wouldn't this. Have done I, it. Yeah. I feel like it has to be something that hasn't hit too close to home yeah. or else it would be impossible know. to sing about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I, this is I, I agree with you. I think it's made up just something to muse on for a while he likes to think about things yeah hmm. he's a real thinker <laughs> real thinker yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what um, else did i what else did i write down here I, yeah this, you got anything else there yeah this page is fl- i don't know what happened to this page sometimes i wake up in the middle of the night and write myself notes and I yeah. did I did that all over this page of notes that I've made to prepare for the interview that we're doing. <laughs> I've got uh, you got uh, some more scribbles on some more random night. I think I, I think I it. mentioned Clive Langer. He produced four of the songs on uh, Main Car, as well as four on uh, Flood. And I think he did a good job. It's a good good tune. Yeah. See. The, so those are the only two albums that he's been associated with. I think so. That's what I, I I could be wrong, but I think I read on the on the wiki that he did those four on both of those albums. Bangers, every one of them. Let's yeah. see what else. So he was involved with both your number one and number two songs. Yeah, that's right. He's credited for Birdhouse as well. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I didn't uh, put that together. Yes. Yeah, and so uh, they brought him back a, a, a decade later. They, they brought him back. Him. He did a good job. It's a great song, and he he produced. Some of my other favorites on the album. Bangs. Oh boy, what a song. Cyclops Rock, a real good song. And he he produced those two. <laughs> and of course I've got a fang as well. I've got a fang. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> I love I've got a fang so much it was episode two. <laughs> oh wow. I need to hear it. Yep. <laughs> Way back in the archives. Any other uh, nightly musings on there? Do you wake up and, and write Let's anything see. real crazy? It says, uh, "It says uh, I'm a very dirty panda." <laughs> dirty. The word "dirty" is underlined. <laughs> I'm a very dirty panda. Let's see what else I brought here. I love you, Jodie Foster, but I will not kill Ronald Reagan for you. That's great. Ele- electromagnet airport jam. I don't know what that means, but Damn, these are these the thoughts. Are all mixed in with the notes of for my man. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> these are all the notes that I leave myself with. But do you have that problem where you wake up and write down something in the middle of the night and not remember what it is tomorrow? <laughs> I guess I I need to put a notebook by on my bedstand. I guess. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Hitler was a real piece of shit. <laughs> Profound. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I know it's a hot take, but uh, Hitler was a real piece of shit. Oh, here's one thing we haven't mentioned: Garo Yellen is on this track playing cello. I, I that's so strange because where where does the, oh probably during the bridges is where the yeah cello I think so. To direct your attention to the yeah. following, I think it's underneath there. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, he was on a lot of stuff on uh, Factory Showroom, so I guess that makes sense that while uh, Leno was writing this one around that, is he associated you know, not long with? After uh, that, is he associated with the Magnetic Fields? Is that the same cello player? N- no, he's associated with uh, Per Ubu. Oh, okay, okay, that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about them, but yeah, well, Tony Tony Maimone, that was his. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Band wow. for forever before Team Neat. G. Um, so yeah, that's how they got hooked up uh, with Garo Yellen. So yeah, if he, you know, if Linnell wrote this song sometime before '99, I mean, it sounds like a lot of those that leak stuff came out of. Uh, factory showroom sessions you might um, be on it yeah you might so be then right. when they went to record it for real like we gotta have that cello on there because oh, yeah gary wow. ellen was on xtc versus that man he's on um sexxy feel like excellent 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 stuff excellent yeah where did i put that cello where did i put that song oh yeah that's a real good one as far as cellos go yeah mm-hmm. i like uh oh. oh he goes all the way back to dig my grave oh really there's yeah that's right there's strings on that yes mm-hmm. at, the, at the end that's cool mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wait even further back kiss me son of god wow yeah they're friends yeah but that yeah that was before tony's time in the band hmm was it the other way around? Was it Gary Ellen that got them in touch with Tony when they wanted to get a human bass player? You had, hmm. didn't you have Tony on? To- I did, and I don't remember Gary Ellen specifically the the uh, specifically coming up. But yeah, I mean, I could always ask him. Hmm. Yeah. What, 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 yeah. What was there? Was uh, something about a? I read something about John Linnell wanted a banjo on one of, on on something and. And Clive was like, "No, I hate the banjo. We're not putting it on here." It was, uh, uh, oh, it was on Flood. It was um, Rock to Wine. Rock to Wine. We want to rock. I don't know. I I just remember there. He had. I read something somebody posted. There there was. uh, He wanted banjo. He learned the banjo. He played the banjo, and then Clive was like, "No, this sucks." Uh, And then they (laughs) they ended up putting it in uh, very quietly in the mix down down the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really hear it. <laughs> uh, my man has never been played live. What? The hell? Really? Wow. I think my man, as much as you know, I would rather hear yeah. Mink Car in yeah. its entirety than Flood. I don't know about you. Well, I know I, I, they wouldn't sell the, as many tickets to a show like that, but uh, and they've been I've, doing these asterisks with songs from Mink Car, but my man hasn't been one of them. Uh, I would love to see the song Mink Car performed. This is a beautiful, like classic Burt Baccarat number. Uh, I would love to see that song performed live. I Mink Car, know. no, no, Mink Car, the, the song they have. The song. They, oh, they've done that. Okay. That's they cool. have done that live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've not um, seen that performed live. And I think they're doing it recent. I think they're doing it this time around, too. Oh, that's um, good. But they've never done, I mean, the album as a yeah. whole, which they, they should. should. It's anniversary past. During the pandemic, yeah, they did a flood. Yeah. They did a, a flood show in fifteen. That's when I saw them last. It was in two thousand fifteen, and uh, they did flood then too. And I think that's what they're doing in, uh, when we're going to see them next month. Yeah, oh, they're they're sticking with this flood thing. Doesn't matter that it's the thirty third anniversary now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But my man deserves to be played live. I want to hear those oh, synth sounds. I want to hear crazy sure sax solo. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. Yeah. That would be yeah. my request. That would be my request. Yes. Yeah. Or what about even like a quiet storm version where Marty's playing oh. the bongos? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I've never seen the Should quiet storm. That's, uh, are they playing that at all the new shows? Oh, is there a Quiet Storm section on these ones? I assumed that there was, but now I'm not not positive. That would be fun. I don't think so, actually. Oh, that's all, all right. right. Hmm. Well, let's uh, let's head on over to the cover section. What do you say? Yeah, there was some good. I'm glad you sent me. Uh, Carrie's was real pretty. I thought. Um, yeah, let's check out Carrie's first. So our good friend Carrie Hearn. Uh, this was found on the uh, TMBS. Uh, Minkar tribute that came out uh, two years ago, um, but she's also got it on YouTube here on her Jesse Cat channel, uh, so you can see a little bit of what you're hearing. So let me drop in Carrie's My Man right here. I love hearing Carrie's voice on, and I love it, watching her stuff. watching her sing it. It was a it was a delight. Yeah, there's so many of us like kind of, you know, just rock pop focused singers that cover all these they might be giant songs, but to hear she someone has, actually uh, with a choral background, she, had, she has an op- a choral opera uh, background. I was going to ask you, yeah, yeah, she's a choir a choir person and a string person. Real pretty, uh, very lovely. Yeah. It's almost like it sounds magical to me. These uh, these senses she uses, uh, I I know exactly what that. I'm familiar with that that keyboard she's using or that sound she has on there. I have a keyboard yeah. that has a, that sound on there too. It's very pretty. It's a very magical sounding. Yeah, it's it's more kind of um, like it's xylophony, like a fantasy. Yeah. And then there is a cello sound in there too. Now Carrie plays violin, but during the bridges there was some yeah. string arrangements here. I thought that was a synth, or, uh, possibly not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think she plays cello. She plays violin. 
Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. In the YouTube description says arrangement slash keyboard slash vocal. Jassy Cat doesn't list real cello, but it's a pretty convincing keyboard patch. Oh, yeah. If it is. Yeah. So, yeah, you can see that on YouTube or you can grab it over on tmbs.bandcamp.com. Was that, uh, was that something she did on her own? Was that for one of the covers projects? Yeah, it was for the Minkar uh, tribute. Oh, okay, yeah. Over there, and they might be, they might be songs posting, or they might be shit posting. Yeah. Also on the TMBS uh, tribute comp, along with Carrie's, is there's an abridged kind of uh, well, they call it an intermission. Alex yeah. Tree doing a my man intermission. Uh, cover. Yeah, just, just the thirty five yeah, seconds long. Just the bridge yeah. of it. It was very lovely. Yeah, let's check that out. Uh, I'm always a big fan of backwards stuff, and this yeah. may just be a backwards effect thrown. I think, like backwards reverb. I think I love that. I think, like the yeah, I know yeah, exactly I don't know if what you're talking about. Backwards instrumental stuff in there. I think it might just be reverse reverb, um, but it's I'm a sucker for that stuff nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> That's great <laughs> kind of sound. The, I, I I always think of Phil Collins that when he does that in that song. Where his voice sounds backwards, like it's coming out of a, a ghost or something. Oh, yeah, real creepy. Yeah, what song is that? Yeah, it's the famous one. Uh, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, in the air tonight. Mm-hmm. Backwards reverb. That was the first time I heard backwards reverb. I was like, wow, how did they do this? This is the coolest. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I uh, yeah, back in two thousand five, I think I had it used it on a snare hit there was this <laughs> drum starting off a song this was when before i knew how to record stuff this was at my friend's studios uh apocalypse cow in Montgomery, uh-huh. illinois and i'm like i want like that that to me i was like it's like that bon jovi kind of snare sound that <laughs> just kind of like yeah. where it sucks like <laughs> into the snare and yes. so I'm like, oh yeah that's easy we'll do that we ended up putting some uh reversed uh reverb on uh cowbell in that same song as well but yes yeah, so, so the song starts with like right into a big flame oh yeah. wow <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> okay neat. all right and now there's a there's a little group called united shapes i believe you're familiar uh, yeah yeah i've heard of them they're <laughs> they're all right a couple of pricks <laughs> they're all right <laughs> d- d- dude your cover. It's amazing. Let's play it. I'm going to play it in full. Uh, found on Flim Flam Films YouTube. This is United Shapes uh, doing My Man. <laughs> i 
lessons from head to foot completely coated in uninterrupted skin. My man signals command for leg to follow orders coming down from headquarters. Wild fan, hammer him beard, I guess my man's falling out of my head. May I direct your attention to the following simile? be sent, I guess my man's falling out of my head When something happens to track on the floor of the ocean For instance, an anchor, a mooring The cable can be disrupted and even be severed Which halts the transmission across it From head to foot, completely coated in uninterrupted skin. My man won't walk again. So, is this one just you, or is your, uh, is your friend yeah. in this one too? I just made this one on my. I did not re- listen to the song before I made this. I did this from memory. That's why it's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was going to ask, which is a cool uh, experiment. The chords are uh, the chords are a little different, I think, and uh, the structure is a little bit mostly because I couldn't figure out uh, exactly how to play it, <laughs> so I just kind <laughs> of made stuff up. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That's so that you just wanted to. Uh... Just a, it was my impression. It was my an, an impressionist uh, version of that song from memory. So yeah, yeah. I mean, for a song that talks so much about uh, a a brain uh, short circuiting or something, it's yes. kind of a cool idea to take. Like, okay, let's see if my brain contained this whole song <laughs> from you know from memory. And, what? Uh, yeah. And, uh, can I so do it? Can I? I was, you know, I was lazy. I guess I was like, can I do this? without do I have to dig up the song? Because I, I really, you know, I've heard it so many times. I bet I could just do it without it. So that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. Uh, and that's why it's wrong. <laughs> and that's why. And that's why it's wrong. I, I think it's cool. I mean, it almost. I think yours almost gives it a little spookier feel than the original. Seems yeah, it's a little. It's a. A lot of my songs sound like horror movies. I don't. It just happens. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. You know. Don't ask me why. Because uh, scribbling things like uh, Hitler sucked in the middle right. of the night. I'm just waking up. That's like, oh damn it, Hitler! Oh boy, I was thinking about Someone's Hitler. Someone's gotta in my sleep. get that guy. 
Somebody's <laughs> gonna one of these days just gonna get him on tax evasion or something. Someone's gotta do something about that guy. Oh boy. I love the feel of this cover. The uh it's just it's very octave heavy, like the yeah, I I pitch shift I pitch shifted. Uh, I recorded the the piano. I said that the whole song is just samples of me playing bits and parts of this song, and then I pitch shifted the the piano track down uh, tw- twelve semitones to give it that. Uh, oh, yeah, I uh, oh, wow. I made it I made it an octave deeper to give it a because I didn't want to record a bass line, so I just, I just made the bass of the <laughs> piano the the bass the bass for the song. <laughs> You were lazy. No. <laughs> yes, I was remarkably lazy. I love the sound of your vocals. I know you're a big fan of double tracking SMO. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. And the background vocals, the kind of... Ah! Yes. I tried to do the, the classic Linnell screaming... Uh... <laughs> yeah, get that grit. There, There's one little section here that happens like a minute 42 in... Where it goes to like just piano going, dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 and then uh, it goes right. That's back the in. part. That's the part where it's supposed to be. Uh, there's no way to repair the break. Is that part? And I don't know why I didn't record the lyric. I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Oh, Love good. that. I mean, it's it's one way to make your cover different than the rest. Yes. Just going by memory. Do you know the Do you know the band Dirty Projectors? I this is a band that I every time I go to the record store and I see Bit of Orca or whatever it's called and I say I'm gonna buy this, and then I always end up buying something else. So no, I've not. I know who they are. I've never heard them. Bit of Orca is is a great one, but they did this. Uh, <laughs> they did uh, the entirety of Black Flag's uh, Rise Above, Boy. all eleven songs. Uh, from memory. Oh my god! They, they, they covered the whole album <laughs> from memory. That's and incredible. He claims to have he claimed to have not heard it in fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! That's it's, it's a very interesting effects. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> so that's what that reminded me of when you were saying that. <laughs> that's that's the the biggest. Uh, that's a huge instance of, of of doing it. Yeah, a whole album. It was complete. <laughs> Non recollection of the whole thing 15 years later. And Pitchfork gave it an 8.1 out of 10. Oh my God. That's great. I'm, yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's really good for Pitchfork. It is. Wow. <laughs> they don't just hand out 8.1s. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we are to the scoring section. Of this oh, yeah, episode, yeah. oh sure. So uh, you you said it's your second favorite song. That's right. Am I am I assuming a ten or uh, uh, what do you what do you think? This song, I will Doesn't say, I will say. Now, I obviously uh, Birdhouse, I'd say is a ten, and among other songs are tens. I would say this is. Uh, I'm going to go with um, nine point seven. Nine point seven, yeah. This is this is a great song, and Minkarp is, I guess maybe my third favorite album. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. it's you know it's it's it's, a good it's one. up there. It's, it's up a, there. It's a kooky romp. 
<laughs> a kooky romp. Yeah, this song has always stuck with me too. The kind of um, all the uh, key changes here and back, yeah. and the, the for such a sounds yeah, for the, such a clinical song. There's a lot of emotion in that comes yeah. through in the music. I, the music is very powerfully emotional. It's it's sad, but it, it's it's got that classic sad, happy Linnell music that's just nobody else does as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to go pretty high on this one. I'm not going quite that high, but I think I'm going to go in 8.4. That's a good one. That's fine. My man. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. All right. Time time for plugs. You are a very creative individual, and I think you need to tell people where to find your stuff. First of all, United Shapes, where's the best place for them to to find some United Shapes tunes? Oh boy, we're all over streaming and we're we got a uh, theseunitedshapes.com on Bandcamp and we're going to have a new record coming out uh Friday the 10th, the Friday after next as we record this. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the 10th of February. The 10th of February, we got a new album coming out called Confusograph. It's going to be on streaming. We're going to try and sell some vinyl and t-shirts and stuff at uh, Bandcamp. Nice. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a Do really you guys ever play uh, live? We've never played live. I'm never going played live. We we are trying we're in the process of figuring this out because it's not like second nature to us. <laughs> <laughs> I I know how to sit in my room and write songs, and um, so does he. Uh, but we, none of us uh, we don't really know what we're doing when it comes to playing live. But we're, we're trying to uh, to solve that. Step one is I'm moving back to Austin. That's where he lives. That's where I'm from. I don't currently yeah. live there, but uh, I do have to move back to Austin so we can be in the same city. That's going to help <laughs> when we play nice. live shows. Yeah, Which, you should. You should, man. The rush. The rush. Yeah. I hope, yeah. I've decided I'm not going... Maybe you can do something that They Might Be Giants have never done, play My Man Live. (laughs) That's a good idea. Well, yeah. (laughs) And I say, hey, look what we did that you didn't. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We really showed you They Might Be Giants. Bunch of jerks. (laughs) Never playing my favorite song. Now you're you're also a comic man. Oh yeah, you can go to uh, whale on the whale on the web dot com. As my, uh, I've been doing this cartoon for over uh, well, yeah, twenty years now, since two thousand two. The Daily Texan newspaper UT. Uh, you can read all my new. We just celebrated the twentieth anniversary, so I drew some new cartoons for that. They're up nice. on the site. Uh, you can check that out if you like. And uh, yeah. We're always going to be uh, releasing new music. We got a couple albums lined up, but this one coming out Friday is a real humdinger, Greg. <laughs> Excited to hear it. Yeah. Anything else to tell people about social media or anything like that? Oh, you know, you can check out my YouTube channel. It's uh, it's at Joseph Devins. It's called Flim Flam Films. I got a bunch of uh, kooky videos up there you can watch if you like to laugh at inappropriate humor. And uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. They, uh, they, uh, what is it? Uh, Theseunitedshapes.com. <laughs> that's the big one. Go there, people. Oh, yeah. Yes. And people can find this might be a podcast at this might be a podcast.com, which I never update and I should. Why am I paying for the domain and Squarespace <laughs> if I'm not using it? I don't know. Uh, there's just uh, so much shit to do, man, with the week, doing this every week. I know That's you're a lot of fun. You're but not making you're, you're only one man. 
I'm only my man. I'm your only one, my man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Twitter. Uh, this might be a pod. You can email me thoughts. Um, about, I mean, if you if you didn't rag on Joseph for my uh, for Lady Madonna the first time around, maybe now's the yeah. time. Uh, you know, send yeah. that in. This might be a pod at Gmail, and you can leave voicemails at two two four eight zero one two nine three zero. And if you want to support the show even more than listening, you can go to patreon.com slash This might be a podcast, and you can yeah, get some too. merch and some bonus episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I still got stickers I need to send out from like it's forever worth it. ago. It's totally worth it. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Joseph, thanks for being on again. Yeah, thanks for having me, Greg. Lots of fun. And uh, yeah, this this is a good discussion about a, a good song. Uh, I love it myself. Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Yeah.